Anthony and Jeff. Pushing through Belichick to the Cowboys. And we have a Monday night football doubleheader coming up tonight. All on a, let's see here, MLK celebrating. Other sports talk radio shows relegating. Wild card aftermath Monday Edition of the program, Nigel. Let's go. Oh my goodness gracious! Who do you think you are? I am. What it do, baby? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Nigel is in the house today. How are you, buddy? It's been a long time. I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. Obviously, obviously, on Martin Luther King Day, we have to bring a black guy in to produce the product. Right? He runs the show. Alex, take one off. No big deal. Um, We need a black guy today, and we need the best. Obviously, uh, Jeff and I are only half black, the bottom half. Yeah, the best half. And, uh, Nigel, you're one of literally one of my favorite dudes around here. How have you been? I've been pretty well. I've been pretty well. Uh, it's good to be back on the board. Yeah. Um, it's good to have you back. guys after a long time. It's been a minute. I remember. I uh, thought you were mad at us because I was up in your ear that one game shooting. Well, we still found a way to win that championship. Damn, anyways. you guys shot really hot that day. I know. We were shooting the lights Is that out. The, you, do you guys do that every day? Is that uh, a that's thing? That's pretty regular for we, me. Yeah, it's a pretty regular situation for you us. You guys were Swiss City, man. Thank Swiss you. Swiss City. Appreciate you. I was, you know what? You made a run. You got in Nigel's head because he's young still. He's young. And you got in his head a little bit. And Good then young. You, you guys, you and Danny Bailey? Who was it? I don't know. You kind of made a run at the thing, but we just were shooting two. Felt like it was me and lights. Logan Hasilius, you know, <laughs> a certain point there. My Brogan? Shoulders are getting no, a little sore from no. carrying the yeah, squad. Bailey's a nice player, too, though. Yeah, he is. You ever get out to dad ball? Let's get Nigel up. Nigel would be great at dad Running ball. the Thursday streets. nights at St. Mary's. It's dads, and I'm they there. ball. I'm there. Actually, half the dudes are now like 20-something. Yeah. Young dudes. It's like exactly. a recap. I'm like one of the older dudes now. Yeah. That sucks. You are getting old. Yeah. Don't have much to look forward to in terms of life. I mean, if I'm being right honest, Nigel, I'm really happy to see you. Um, it, yeah, for many reasons. The first one is which of Gordon being a Packer fan. Yeah, I just Ooh. didn't want to see that that, oh that Packer loving look on. Imagine his face. that big old grin because he's always got that smile anyways. Because we're the smile high guys, but we uh, are the smile high guys. It makes sense that you come in here smiling yeah. as high as can be, um, especially when you're when your team beats the one star Cowboys. Right off the bat, I knew that Green uh, that the Cowboys were in trouble. Because Green Bay marches down the field and just, you know, puts seven up easily. Then I'm like, okay, this is going to be high scoring and high flying. Um, I just little did we know the Cowboys wouldn't do anything except for throw interceptions in the first half. Garbage. Until the very end of, you know, when they got that seven points, which was kind of crucial. But then the Packers come back out in the second half and just do the same thing. It was complete uh, domination. That was the beauty of this whole thing. I thought the Cowboys would roll in that game. I was I was way off. Uh, you know what? Got to give Gordon his credit, his flowers there. He said that, you know, the Packers kind of own that stadium, and they come in there 
and they're loud and they're proud. You know, when yeah. touchdowns were being scored, there was a lot of cheering going on in Dallas, which is just yeah. the weirdest thing. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, when you have zero passing yards in the first quarter and you're supposed to be a prolific offense. Yeah, they uh, the, the, you got a lot to catch up to do. The Cowboys led the NFL in first quarter points. Yeah. And were shut out in the first quarter of that game. So, you know, when, you know, certain things are your bread and butter a little bit. Last night, we went to see mm, Jim Gaffigan at the Paramount. Oh, oh. hot pockets. <laughs> he freaking slaughtered. slaughtered it. I mean, this was the most, this set was just, clean. it's everything. It's crystal clean. So clean. Yeah. Did you bring your kids? No, just Rochelle and I. Whoa. Yeah. Did you stop back by the studio after and record a show? Uh, we might have stopped somewhere for sex. Yeah, is that what you mean? Yes, yes. absolutely what I mean. Yes, sex did happen. Yes. Damn, Gaffigan, Gaffigan, you've done it again. Oh, my God, it was great. (laughs) Um, You know, we had that Casamigos on top there. And I'm used to everything being free there. Right, because so, you go to galas and stuff. Because I was going to the Nuggets galas, and I do well, all I this special w- stuff. When so, you went, it was the gala, right? It was, you know, but Extra now, gala for you. You know, now it's, we're calling it the trans gala, just so everybody That's fair. and all of the letters are happy. That's cool. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, it was super cool. It was like he just crushed. Talking about like his kids, family. He's got five kids. He did a little bit of everything, man. He was great. I didn't laugh that hard since uh, Thursday Friday morning show. show. Yeah. <laughs> Thursday show. Because we're sweet. sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that was it. So last night was really cool. Uh, once snuck to Maggiano's and I got to eat my own freaking food. Rigatoni D and my you don't own. have to share a plate with two kids and a wife? Well, we we ordered beef medallions, which we've got the big plate for both of us. It was what we stuff we used to do share. a little bit. Oh god, it was great. It was just right. You know? Little drinks. The drinks were flowing. Nice. And the boobs were showing. showing. Let's go! Yeah! <laughs> we were cooking. Man, so you missed the uh, the evening football game, it sounds like. I uh, did miss the football the game. Lions There's no like, dope. Like, yeah, it's like, I can't even check on my phone. It's too bright. That was a sweet game. That was a good little game. <sighs> Ended one point, you know, 24-23. The, the Rams kind of, you know, came back in that game, right? And the, the second were, half was just to be. staunch defense on both sides, just kind of holding each other back, pushing around. So the Lions with that win, a win like that, an emotional, an emotional win, a uh, not only because like the Stafford stuff, but like the first Cowboys playoff win in what since before uh, the first we were, Lions playoff before win. Nigel was born, that's for sure. Thirty-two years for the Lions. Okay, well before. So, so uh, yeah, that's a big one. That's kind of a monkey off your back. That's a big kind of like you know if there's you know can we do this? Yeah, there's a big realization of for the Lions, we kind of can do this. I mean, you just got to win by one point. Do you know what I love about the Lions? There's a lot to love about There's them. a lot to love about the Lions. And if I'm these football gods, I'm smiling bright upon them. And I'm going to give them a lot of love because the golf stuff, because you did go so hard and so long with Stafford before you kind of, you know, the Rams were trying to push him and he was trying to ready, kind of ready to go. Um, and then you just go draft all these badass skill guys these skill guys um and then uh the you know they got the right coach you gotta have the right coach to put the whole thing together it's not easy being cheesy but you gotta 
That's just Vegeta. You got yeah, you gotta align the stars and the Lions got something going kind of special. I'm kind of excited. Well, even with the Packers winning, I think that helps the Lions. They don't have to play the 49ers. They there's a there could have been a way and a chance. You know what I mean? If yeah, if one, two, three, and four all advance and Lions were Yeah, I don't I think if I'm the Packers, I'm like, we were were they were even five hundred? Lions either have the Buccaneers the or pa- the Eagles. Did the Packers finish over five hundred? Yeah, they did. Nine, they got over nine and eight. Nine and eight yeah. yeah, now they're ten and eight. Oh my gosh. They they go if you go from nine and eight to the NFC championship game, if I'm like the Broncos around here, I'm wearing it. I'm like, well, damn, see if we could have got in this or that, or you know, this is Russ, is he enough quarterback? I'm just thinking it's not like it's Mahomes running through him, which he wasn't great. He, he was kind of, you know, it's those guys. But but no one else is. It's, it's up for grabs is what I mean. It seems to kind of be up for grabs in the NFL. A lot of parody right now. We know who the, you know, the Mahomeses and the Allens are. But again, JJ goes last night, Steelers, Bills tomorrow. He goes, that's going to be close. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, that way is going to be close. Well, that Tomlin can coach. We know that Tomlin can coach. I mean, if you beat Tomlin by two touchdowns, you know that like you really beat him by four. You know the dude is like good for fourteen points just based on his badass coaching style and their defense. Like I'm just saying, if if you beat him by fourteen, that's literally like beating any other team by by four touchdowns. They have turned on him there in Pittsburgh. Media and fans, bad idea. They have turned on Tomlin. Bad move. And I bet you there's a shoot. He went to the playoffs with these bozos. I don't know. The ownership doesn't listen to that kind of stuff, and that's why they had three head coaches in fifty years or more, maybe. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they've kind of to be careful what you wish for. Is McCarthy gone? I would say if Bill Belichick wants to go there, then I would get Bill Belichick in there. Because if I'm Jerry, I'm like, I got one. I could die tomorrow. I'm 100 years old. I got one last chance at this thing. Who's what, you know, what's the guy who's going to get me there the surest and probably the quickest? It's got to be Bill Belichick, even if like weird kind of. You know, like the luster of Bill, but like, is he still the best? I'm not so sure. Maybe, you know, there's five or six other head coaches now that kind of passed him by. But in like the reality of big time kind of professional sports, the storylines, the just like the there's only maybe one or two ways to really go to make it happen. Who's the one or two guys who can do this? I think Bill Belichick is one of those guys, even if maybe. I'm wrong. Don't Man. you think that? I, I McCarthy, he's, that was a that was a brutal game. I you got to put a lot of that on Dak though, don't you? Too. I mean, how much? Listen, McCarthy I don't remember turned, Coach throwing for zero yards in the first quarter, but I remember Dak doing it. McCarthy's turned them around in a couple seasons, made them prolific, high flying, a lot of success for everybody. Everyone's eating. He's made to turn some defensive guys into stars. He's helped the development of Michael Parsons and the Digs and uh, who was the dude with all the picks? Dude, the, yeah, the dude with the, the picks interception. All pro. Bland. Yeah, bland. Yeah, bland. All I mean, pro. Like, bro, so it's like um, he gets a ton of credit for all that kind of stuff. Well, all his teams have always kind of been like that. But um, he also got he won one Super Bowl at the very beginning of Aaron Rodgers' career. And Aaron Rodgers is one of the five greatest quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. So it's like, I don't know. Does he deserve to be fired? I'd say no. I'd say no. I don't think he deserves to be, be fired. Mistake, but. They just won the division. Bill Belichick and Bill's like, well, you know, I win this with this group here, you know, get this thing on the track. I think they, you got to listen to that. I think the best Bill Belichick stuff I have though is him going to the Bills. 
You like game that. going to the Bills? Well, if they that lose today, makes the that most be? most sense. If the Bills lose, so which the one Bills of these two lose t- today? If the Bills lose today, they could easily fire their coach, and you would you would think that's all right. Not fire their coach, fire with their coach, knowing Bill Belichick has already said yes, okay. and we're talking terms. And then no maybes. Whereas if Pittsburgh there ain't no maybes if here. Pittsburgh loses and fires their coach, that's crazy, right? Absolutely, they're not going to do it because the ownership don't buy into listen to these, you know, the fans, all that kind of stuff. I don't believe Good. that because they're that. still, you know, they're still literally ran by the family and they're kind of mom and pop. Let's go to break. At a certain point, if we carry on, I will just play some music of any kind, anything you want. And then at that point, I'm like, well, the music's not. I got to go to break. Or the song's going to end. What if they did like a super <laughs> team of coaches? Think about it. What if like, what, what if Belichick was like, well, hey, Jerry. Hey, Jera. I just talked to my buddy Nick Saban over there and he said he wants to run my defense. And Pete Carroll, he, he misses it. He's kind of got the itch. I can get all three of these guys, and we're going to do a super team. The big three, we're going to call ourselves. We're taking our talents to South Dallas. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be dope, right? I think there's It'd be like the Expendables when, like, or is that, which which is the one where, like, Stallone gets together with Schwarzenegger? The replace? The replacements? No. The the, no, replacements of the, the football. Not the football it's one. The, I want the, like, the uh, pew, pew, pew. Expendable. 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 Yeah, I think I said that already. With Ronda Rousey. Hey, yo, I'm still funny, even though I'm older. Hey, yo, Mel Gibson. You know, you got a big mouth. Get in the chat. Mel Gibson is one of the bad guys in one of the movies. What? Yes. He's always been the bad guy. Duh. Well, he's the one who let us in on a lot of the baby blood stuff. (laughs) Thank you for that, Mel. Thank you. Me and the Illuminati and Isaac, we all thank you. Well, Danny Williams and Jeff Gersh are in. Our guy Nigel is producing the product today. He runs the show. I run the show. There's a button for that. <laughs> but you don't know. Uh, just because it's a compliment to your, your great work. Nigel is one of my favorite guys in the game. Uh, happy to have him here. Let's have I fun. The Join show. the conversation. We're going to call, text. We'll do it. 303-831-1340. Hotline as well as the text line. 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. Smile High Morning Show. It's Smile High Sports. The Smile High Morning Show, presented by Burnham Law. Hire the winner at BurnhamLaw.com. Here's Danny and Jeff. Man, what happened to Bruno Mars? Dang, he did that Super Bowl, and then he's just kind of like, all right, well, that's the pinnacle. I kind of think it might be a wrap for him. He's like into painting now or something? Is he into like, I I mean, what... Like he, Ronnie K in the photography. He, <laughs> I mean, he made great music, right? That right there is a great example. But I don't, you know. Yeah, but like, stop doing it. CeeLo Green made great music for a while. He made great songs, and then he stopped nah. making great music. That's true. He it's hard it. to say. You know, uh, Katy Perry ain't got no more hits in the bag. That's why she's doing the TV show. Um, to trans and she's. I don't know if Katy Perry's an all-time great, but she's is up there. She's just not making hits anymore. I'm not saying like everybody is. Even Taylor's time will kind of come, but... Um, yeah, right. You have a yeah, run. Right. It's like a great player. Uh, some guys make three or four all-star teams, play eight or nine years. They're really, really good players, even great players. Some are all-time greats. Ten, you know, ten all-stars, all the whole kind of thing, so it's hard to stay on top. Bruno, I don't know if he's got anything left. Let's did go you uh, Did you pay that peacock? Um, Speaking of Taylor Swift We have that You got that Peacock? Yeah we got that Did you I'm see a Peacock Last night's game uh, Was an NBC game Sunday night 
and they were puffing out their peacock feathers, puffing out their chest, talking about the most single viewed live streamed event ever. Twenty three million. Whoa. Clicky clicks. So it was straight cash. Wait, according to plan, then you think? I guess. I don't know. I don't know. You think it would they twenty three million, that seems like a lot, doesn't it? I don't know, man. That's it, a big number. I guess so. Yeah, I think it's a lot for but that's a big number. To be able to not just be able to watch whatever you wanted. Well, it would have been cool if people could have yeah, like just My dad's that. like 80-something years old. What if he don't got Peacock? Well, do you know what he could have done? Can he just watch it on the no. antenna? No, but he should have the option to buy the game for three ninety nine. You buy the game for three ninety nine. You have the game in a loop and the rest of the NFL Network for 24 hours, or you could replay the game, and then it goes away forever. Like renting a movie. Like Exactly like renting a movie. Exactly. That's what the option should be. And like... If all the providers come to terms with that, well, it's like, well, you're getting that 399 from our guy who's not even going to be with you ever, and you get that, and we're going to get it you know, from yours because you don't have what we have type of stuff. It's not that hard to figure out. It shouldn't be that hard to figure out. It feels like, I mean, we were at like a concert. Our buddy was jamming in the band, right? So we're down at Lerner Lounge having a good go at it, but like, we have to text the babysitter back and forth to get a peacock code mm. because George and Lachlan are having a sleepover and they want to watch the game. And the girls want to see Taylor Swift. They're huge Chiefs fans now. They're seven years old. My little girl, I'm trying to get her to be a Broncos fan. She's like, go Chiefs. Is Taylor- I love Taylor Swift. And I'm like, oh, dang, that's crazy. I got to ask you, Nigel, before we go to the hotline. Is Taylor a distraction at all for the Chiefs? She's a huge distraction. I don't think she's as big a distraction as people are making it out to be. Um, she like- definitely is a factor... Okay, you, you said distraction, ways. you said factor. Like If Jackson Mahomes is a distraction, then Taylor Swift is a distraction, Do you right? think that anything Jackson having Mahomes. to do... Mm. Here's the I'm question. Jackson Mahomes. Mm. Here's the question. Do you think that anything that Taylor Swift has done, their relationship, anything, at all, has affected the on-the-field performance for the Chiefs? Do you believe that? Is that uh, what you mean by distraction? Yes, I believe that. You believe that? Yeah, but that's part Nigel, of the, you, that's part of having a woman. Nigel, do you, <laughs> you believe can't go that? work out all the time when you got a lady with you? You know, you can't like. Oh uh, no, some guys, Kyler Murray, maybe don't got no woman. He just plays video games all the time. But like, they they get into your, you know, when you got a. So you think Taylor Swift is taking away from the, the Chiefs? I don't think I, she's making them better. I, she's making their ratings better, but I don't think the on field, you know the. I Travis Kelsey yeah. has has he been good or no? I think I completely disagree. He's been better when she's there. It's not like he has anything new to learn. Okay, so there's that. It's not like he's like not growing as a young player. He's a mastered his craft. Okay, he's a master craftsman, um, and a master debater. And I would also say that if like you know that first kind of love, you remember when Amy spilt and. That alcohol broke yeah, that alcohol in college. Yes. And like she was so sweet like, back then. Just go. I'm gonna clean it up. And she looked you kind of looked at her and you're like, and she was like, This guy's sweet. And you were thinking, I want to have sex with you as yeah. soon as possible. That's once you know, I'm done being an RA here on this shift. <laughs> totally I'm gonna... sweet. So what I'm saying is like once you guys kind of that first love, the come up, mm. that's the best part. That's that's the magic. And they call it Do you believe love. in magic and Scooby Doo? So like, uh, that, that's like, you're so pumped up. Life is so good at that point. You should be kind of, 
you're be- you're best at everything. You're best. Losers always whine about giving their best. Winners, Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. Kyle was the prom queen. What do you think, though? Do you think Pat Mahomes is kind of inflating those stats a little bit on Taylor days? When Taylor's there, he's finding Kelsey a little no, more. No, I don't think they've had a ton of success. I think uh, like, I don't think that there at was all. a stat in the first couple games where like Taylor had been for to like three, three games, or four games, yeah, and Kelsey, and then she hadn't been to three, and the three she was at, it was like, woo, <laughs> super awesome. <laughs> the, the, of the last four or five seasons. Down the stretcher of this season is kind of the worst statistical, definitely, that the Chiefs have been under the, these guys. So you guys, if you think that, I don't know if you necessarily think that, Nigel, you have a lot of, uh, you know, credence or a lot of sway in your argument as being the truth. I would say the reason for that is that the Chiefs have just kind of been caught up to a little bit. You're throwing to Valdez, Scantling, and Tony Cardarius. Yeah, no, Tony John. Wait, who is it? Tony Cardarius. Uh, help me with this tonight. Cardarius Tony. Yeah, you got Tony. You got, you know, and you got Rice, who's skilled. He's skilled. But we he's a first round one. pick. He's a first round pick. So he's, you know, going to take some time. That ain't um, Tyreek Hill and who else? They had Sammy Waddle. Hey, oh. Sammy Watkins, who was, was drafted nice. very high, very skilled. Um, he was skill. I don't know for a third time. Uh, yeah. So I just don't think they're as talented and the rest of the league has kind of figured them and caught up to them out. But if they win this next one here, if they find a way to get that championship again and win this thing, the chiefs, we're talking about some serious all time kind of stuff, uh, with Mahomes. Like we literally would be like, put Mahomes up with Tom Brady and, right. and Pey- Peyton Manning. And Tom Brady did it with some average dudes. Let's be honest. Well, now his he supporting would cast was pretty average. average. Dudes. Peyton Manning was up there with Marvin Harrison running around with Reggie Wayne. I don't These think are there's legends. no all-time Dallas Clark Chiefs defense. Chris Jones is a nice player, right? He's all pro. He's a heck of a player. He's their best player. But who else is really, really like special on their defense? I can't think of anybody. Let's go to the hotline. He's got to make it quick. He's a mayhem icon. We couldn't make him wait one second longer. Singer songwriter, it's Chuck Nasty. Hey, Chuck. Hi, Danny. Hi, Jeff. Hey, buddy. Hey, Chuck, hey. how are you? Happy New Year. Doing great. Happy New Year. Hey, this this is like Chicago. Uh, it'll be like this for a month at a time. Oh yeah, I, that this coldness terrible. out here. Yeah, so it made me homesick. The one time I've ever been to Chicago. Do you know why I remember it feeling like this? Oh man, just different kind of like. What is this kind of cold? This is hurting me. Cold. Bone it's chilling, wind yeah. chill. It's called the hawk. Mine, like, I'm sorry, what? Million yeah. hair mustache turns into a million icicles. That's called the hawk. Oh, like the hawk. hawk with an H. Okay. The hawk. That's got by one there. So what yeah, else is up? Talk, talk to me. Claws. We got like hey, one minute. So they're, they're, they're tight on us lately with these times. Too much. Hey, uh, your guy Nigel there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does, he, does he work with the relic hunter? Do you work with the Relic yeah. Hunter? She has a, a sister named Nigel. Ah. Uh, Tia Carrera? You ever saw that show, Tia Carrera? Mm, no. I know Tia Carrera from Wayne's World. Oh, Wayne, yeah. you learned Cantonese? Yeah. Well, <laughs> she's looking good in the Relic Hunter. And oh, okay. Anyway, I, I was like, you know, this is the time of year the Broncos, we all Broncos fans have this saying. And we always say it this time of year. 
Wait till next year. We'll get them next year. Mm. You said Cubs fans, right? Cubs fans or Broncos fans? Cubs fans. Well, we'll get them next decade. Yeah, the Broncos, man, it's been it's been too long since they've gotten to experience what like, it's, uh, it's like Lions like, fans got happened? to experience yesterday. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to end up like Detroit go 30 years without being in the playoffs. Well, you're about really two years away from that. a decade. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we got to go, Chuck. You're my favorite guys, though. Hey, man, you guys are doing great. Tell that Nigel he's doing great. Nigel, you're doing great. He's right here. He can hear you. Appreciate that. He's got headphones right on. on. Nigel. Hey, um, I'll be back, and uh, we'll see what happens. All right. Thanks, buddy. Peace. All right, bye. Love you. Chuck. Love him. 303-31-1340, uh, the hotline as well as the text line. I was thinking this show, he uh, cashed in the attic with the guy Nigel. Really? Yeah. And Jonte Harden. Cash in the attic. Mm. It's like, Never you go, heard of it. yeah, it's like a show like your relatives die and you think all their stuff is worth a ton of money. So you find a couple things or he comes up to your attic. was like, you know, we're, we don't know. We got a lot of stuff. And he tells you this very this uh, right useful here. Useful and that kind of stuff. John T. Harden and Nigel. Really? Great show. I used to love that. It's always good to have a Nigel in the family. Just yeah. like a Joffrey. Just like a Joffrey with a G. Yeah, that's right. Uh, let's go to break. 303-831-1340. The hotline as well as the text line. Yeah. Hi. Hey, Dan. Daniel Bailey. Do you know my favorite Danny Bailey is fresh haircut Danny mm, Bailey. Clean nice. Because... His confidence is brimming at that point. He's yeah. just feeling it. He's got all the feels, like this song. Is this the feels? No, it's not. Yeah. Thing. What? It's the feels, isn't it? Turn it up. Yes, I yes. love yes. Yes. He's like, I'm going to catch fish. How's it go? Catch fish. It's coming, right? Let me just hear it, then we'll go to break. Just want to feel it. Go to Quincy Reservoir. Oh, that's uh, Gwen, Stefan, Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Oh, she's a, she's got hits. She had hits. <laughs> Danny Williams, Jeff Gersh, and our guy Nigel. Smiley Sports. The Smile High Morning Show, presented by Burnham Law. Hire the winner at BurnhamLaw.com. Here's Danny and Jeff. Stupid freezing weather cost us there with a little technical difficulty. You know how it goes. Man, my uh, Ford truck on the drive over here, just like a wrench came up and Uh-oh. it said see manual. And I was like, well, I can't see the manual I'm driving right now. But it, I think it has to do with the fact that my transmission is at like a temperature of zero. Ah, it's probably it's supposed good. to like be up in this area here, and I, I got it right. There's a gauge right there I can see, and it's just like I'm over here. That's the tidbit nipply over here, don't you think? Well, so hopefully I can get the truck back out of the parking lot. We'll see. Don't leave too soon. Okay, I got you. Um, Nigel in for uh, Alex. Alex is out for the whole week. He's in Hawaii, I think. Yeah, cool man. That beggar family. Super rich, man. You know, surprised he didn't go to Holy Family like Anillo. Alex won't say things about things like that Nuggets thing I went to the other night. Not a lot of people were there. It's kind of like a big 
not a big deal, but like you got to be somebody or know somebody to get in there. And Alex was just walking by with a bunch of two free pretzels, a bag of candy, he had like two drinks. He was like, "Hey!" <laughs> and just I was like, "How'd you even get in here?" And like, I don't know. he's so kind of hooked up, connect. He don't even want to admit it. You know what I mean? But that's what I love about the guy. Alex is a good dude. Hey Wayne. Hi Wayne. Hi. Um, okay, so uh, we got a lot to talk about. Give me any you know thoughts on tonight's games. Do you think the weather is going to be a gigantic factor? Um, did you see Buffalo yesterday when the game was supposed to be played? I guess it was probably a good move. They moved that. Part well, of me was like, that's not fair. Yeah. But then, Or you have a game with like, you know, 25,000 people there instead of 60 or 75. My brother, Tim, was at that Viking Seahawks game. It was minus nine degrees of kickoff. The beers would like freeze over and like stick out. And that's I where the Viking that. guy missed the Okay, it, say they ha- play that game. It was yesterday. 10 to 9. Total say score. they play that game. It's like every man for himself. We're sorry. We can't reschedule it. Um, if you don't go to the game, we'll do some kind of compensation for your ticket. If you do come to the game and can make it well, don't you think someone at some point would die? Not in the stadium sitting there, but like maybe on their way home or get stuck or we couldn't, you know, our car got stuck and we froze over. And, okay. The other th- Is it worth somebody dying for this game? The other reason that was brought up too, and maybe it was here on Friday. I think it was, I was hanging out with the dad or something on Saturday, but it was, you can't see it. So even if it was broadcast on television, you wouldn't be able to see the action. Deep down, they want. Like to, the cameras won't. They want the 23 million viewers they don't want to fill I mean, 40 in the stadium know. it's not a good look for the nfl it's like imagine like a high school game here of course we want to yeah got, but Sedita, we got to get it in but we got to do it in some realistic conditions Sedita's too, kid had to that. go play a championship game up yeah, in Pueblo on a thursday night and freezing yeah. Yeah, or yeah, up in fort collins or something that's kind of true in a freezing ass night like i've been i've called games from the rooftop at palmer ridge high school when i get the nfl freezing cold yeah uh, i do get i get the nfl other than, but the, I, I I think I'm happy they moved that. Game. I get the NFL. Me too. Well, now we get two games on a Monday night here. Yeah, that, not not long from now there'll be a game kicking off in about what, three hours, four hours, two thirty. Not only will I be celebrating Martin Luther King for the day, I get to celebrate him with two football games. That's sweet. What's your favorite thing about Martin Luther King Jr., Jeff? Um, uh, my favorite thing about Martin Luther King Jr. Honestly, was he was a badass like leader of men, um, and women to to kind of go against the flow and go with what you believe in. Um, and I'm stoked, you know, uh, about everything he was able to, co- and you know, what I like too, is that like, I don't know, you know, I, deep down, I just think I, I love that we still celebrate Martin Luther King. We, st- we should celebrate Martin Luther King and we should just kind of, you know, even if things like, even if guys don't, aren't perfect, I'm not sure Martin Luther King Jr. was perfect. I think if we looked into his history, we could find us some things that maybe, you know, weren't the best things ever, but I just like that we celebrate dudes and mm-hmm. gals that made a difference mm-hmm. in the world. And I think we should keep doing that. You know, not not erase in history, celebrate history, keep it going, and just show the love. Angel, you're actually a real life black guy. Okay, what are your kind of thoughts? What are your favorite things about Martin Luther King Jr. as opposed to being a fake black guy? No. <sighs> True. Yes and no. I don't know where to take that <laughs> one. No, I just mean like uh, you know, it's different coming from you than it is coming from us. Any kind of right? No, I I agree. I, I, so I, what? I, Give me like something. Cause I got something, but I'm gonna save it. Nah, I mean, I think Jeff hit it right on the uh, right on the nose. Uh, he's a great leader of men. Uh, he stood up for what he felt was right and what a lot of people felt was right, but really didn't have the voice uh, to to tell. Imagine how many power. white guys hated him. <laughs> I mean, so like most so of them. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, to still go kind of got assassinated. Oh, shoot. So that's never good. Okay, I'll say this. As a Denver public school student, we always, like, the Martin Luther King Day, we leading up the whole thing, you know, like, we... The Marade in Denver is the biggest uh, of its kind. Really? Is that true? Uh, in the United States. And I just, in, you know, we learned about Martin Luther King, and it was, like, the real thing. It was, like, not... I'm not saying schools don't. I'm just saying we did. It was, like, something that we, was important to Denver public schools. He's a, he's a gangster, dude. Like Yeah, he's sweet. Spiritual gangster, like, uh... Just a gangster that got things done, you know, got mm-hmm. didn't quit, didn't push, you know, did, you know, when the pushback came, didn't fold, didn't didn't sell out and deep down ended up giving his life for for what he believes, man. That's that's about as close to being, uh, you know, Jesus or the president that you can be. I mean, deep he down. was wicked smart. Yeah. Oh, man. He went to college like Doogie Hauser, like when he was like 14 or 15 or something like that. I think. Yeah. No, he's I went like way later. Metro. <laughs> <laughs> Metro Luther King State University <laughs> in Denver. The Denver campus, Metro <laughs> Metro Luther King State. Oh, that's pretty funny. Uh, Road runners. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's set up a break. Okay. Uh, then we'll go to break, come back, have one kind of full final segment worth of show. Sometimes, Nigel, we'll we break. have like a four-minute final segment, but today we're going to go for like a 13-minute. Yeah, we're final. going to... Um, predict these monday night playoff games here look forward to next weekend i mean just like that boom 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 the super bowl's around the corner it's gonna be wild and you know the cowboys who i thought were shoot very dangerous very skilled i actually think that they're top six or seven most talented roster in the nfl probably top five top you know Five, six, seven most but talented roster in the is NFL. Is that QB talented? I can't. I do. He's super talented. It's is like, he? Right, yeah, it is. Ask I mean, Curl like, about what he thinks. Ask Dave Novak, hold my on buddy. A sec. You love Kirk, you know, your guy, Kirk Cousins. He's a nice player, too. But he falls He's in a big hell games. of a player. But, I mean, there's one thing to throw in for 4,500 yards, 35 touchdowns against nine picks like Dak had, um, and then winning games. Dak had a few, t- two picks yesterday or three? Did he throw a third pick? We had two just, for sure. Yeah, two just, picks for sure. One Nine was a pick interceptions six. the entire regular season. One's a pick six. So, you know, what we're saying is once it matters the most, all of a sudden you become a different guy. And then That's right, what's scary. Hey, look at right down in the road. In all the wrong ways. Right down the road in Houston, Texas, there's this kid named C.J. Stroud. <laughs> Damn, man, what those guys did yesterday was unbelievable because the okay, Browns Browns had it going bossa nova. Browns were kind of playing with house money. Like, we made yeah. it here with our fifth quarterback, like literally a guy off of the street. And then you start to believe in the, you know, the uh, Flacco, you know, greatness and the myth of and all that kind of stuff. But now the Texans went in there and took care of their business. So for anything I thought about, you know, at least tonight's games, I got to reconsider my picks. Dude, it's kind of sweet when the young kids come up. Danny Williams, did, Jeff, like Jordan Love, like what he just did, what he did yesterday too. He's a young kid just coming up. And our guy <laughs> Nigel on a Martin Luther King Jr. edition of the program. Back no, on the, the other, other side. side. That's sports. Nigel. Nice, Nigel. The Smile High Morning Show, presented by Burnham Law. Hire the winner at BurnhamLaw.com. Here's Danny and Jeff. Final segment of the show on a Monday. Thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. 
uh nigel and doing a really good job we're happy to have nigel that's really the truth nigel sometimes we get stuck with people and we're like our nice guys and we make it work whatever but um you're one of my favorite dudes so thanks for being here i don't know how many other days are you back tomorrow what, what day is we got you tomorrow and wednesday let's go oh. <laughs> let's eat shoot yeah. i have to do some um will you eat a breakfast burrito absolutely you got any meat restrictions like goodman no, no okay. nothing do you like hooters girls you like hooters girls love them I'd say well, come on. Wednesday. I'd say come on Wednesday. We'll see you on Wednesday. Yeah. Then. Oh, I'll be. Yep. Dang, it's gonna be a good week for you. Yeah, I promise. Everything's you coming up, Nigel. So far, <laughs> who do you got in the games tonight? Okay, Nigel, start us off here. All right, so Steelers Bills is first. Yeah, I'll uh, give you the numbers, but what do you kind of give me a little, you know, synopsis in, insight to what you think is going to happen inside of these games? Well, it's a cold weather game, so I'd I'd imagine the Steelers would run the ball a lot they've been doing that the last couple of weeks and that's really what has led to their wins and 38 and a half points is the total the bills are 10 point favorites i was just gonna say 24 14 is what they were gonna go with so like 10 point favorites in this game is like if the steelers go down on the first drive right um 10 plays seven runs one little dump pass that went around the corner to jalen warren for 28 yards and they score first and they're up seven to zero early you have a 17-point cushion just, like, right off the bat if you're bat if you're betting this game. But also, there's no T.J. Watt for those guys. And I think he's, like, one of the five, ten most important defensive players in the whole league. He's worth for, a few points. For what he does for the entirety of the team on his defense and for his offense as well. The offense could kind of, you know, be a Stuck little, in the mud. Yeah, yeah, and but they're cool with that because they know T.J. Watt and those guys are going to get the ball back, keep this game close. The yeah, Bills, I think it's going to come down to third and dot, dot, dot. If T.J. Watt, or not T.J., but if the Steelers are getting sacks, who's ever getting the team in the third and longs, third and eights even, and a snowy day, third and five is, is like third and nine. You know what I mean? So anyone that can get to that third and two, fourth and one, kind of keep those chains moving, keep the ball in your hands. How many games... Did they win in a row down the stretch? The Bills five, five, five. They won games. the last five, five games, yep. so they're coming in. I mean, like red hot, but like sneaky, kind of quiet red hot. And there's a chance that the Steelers don't score more than three, seven, ten points in this game, and the Bills just need to get out in front and you know get themselves to twenty points, twenty four ten. Bills win. Yeah, I got nineteen sixteen Bills. Shoot, see, it's like I, there's 10 free points there. Just 10 points right off the bat. I'm up by 10. Yet, I don't know. There's something about the TJ Watt factor is like a serious one. You got Mason Rudolph out there against Josh Allen. That's tough. You got Mason freaking Rudolph. I mean, like, it's easy for us in this league to a guy has two or three or four good weeks in a row. We're like, start to talk ourselves into he's a free agent at the perfect time. Is he a starter for a team? Hell no. To, to the no, no, no. Hell no. So Deacon that, Ray, Deacon John, <laughs> Deacon Red, Deacon Danny, Deacon Nigel, too. So it's just like, let's keep it real inside of what's happening in the in, in the game. Um, Was Flacco supposed to be better than Stroud? Yes or no? Um, Not better statistically, but like 5-0 um, and o is Flacco in wild card rounds. 6-0 and o would have given him an NFL record. Is Dak supposed to be better than Jordan Love in that game every day of the week? Yes. Okay. Because you're saying Mason Rudolph has no business okay, being better than being better than Josh Allen, but I'm just telling you, we got two out of that, four listen, games that already happened that 
the not supposed to be better dude lit it up. Interesting take, and you probably hit some people with that one. But the difference between Jordan Love and Mason Rudolph is a huge gap, bro. Mason Rudolph is just a dude who's fit in here and done enough for a team down the stretch to make the playoffs I as guess. a 500 team. Yeah. But um, Jordan Love is through for like 4,500 yards and had a really... Jordan Love threw for 30 touchdowns this year. Had an incredible season. He's nice. He's real nice, bro. He looks a lot like Aaron I know Rogers. you don't probably want to believe that kind of no, stuff I believe as a it. Vikings I've fan. had to believe it for 40 years. Why yeah. stop now? Yeah, yeah. But I just... You know, that the, the, the gap is huge. I, I was think, told Don Mikowski was good, too. Like, they've had good quarterbacks, you know. Do you know what? Before far. I'm getting caught up in this thing. Steelers do not score more than 10 points tonight. The Bills find their way to 20. 20. And that's the gap. And 24-10 or what? I mean, it's just like. Uh, no, yeah. it was 24-14. It was 38, you said. So they, I think they're giving the them 14. 38. You know, there's always there's a bunch of turnovers for touchdowns over these um, yesterday's. Yeah, there was. Yeah. So, I mean, we had a pick six. We had another one that could have been. Flacco had we a pick had, six. Dak uh, had a Texans pick six. Texans were, you know, forcing those turnies. And um, I think that probably when Pittsburgh has to throw it at some point in the third and fourth quarter because they're down by 10 points at that point is when they go, you know, their defense goes and creates one. 27-13, 24-10, which is, you know, those two are different, you know, that's that's the line there, the total. But I think the Bills find a way. What do you think, Nigel? Tell me what you're really thinking inside of your heart. Well, I don't know if you guys remember, but I am a Steelers fan. So this is. And a Philadelphia of, 76ers fan. Yeah. 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 So this is kind of a kind of a big game for me. Okay, I so what are you thinking then as a guy who um, believes his team can win? How do the Steelers do this thing? Is Mason Rudolph finally getting it all figured out. He's like Geno Smith now, or what? What are we doing here? I think it's going to be a very dependent on the run. Uh, I think they're going to have to possess the ball. I'm imagining like 37, 38 minutes um, that, of time of possession if they want to win the game. I think if it's even close Can they sustain even, drives like that to do this? Yeah, they, it's Pittsburgh football. The running game has been pretty effective over the I last I think there's month. zero threat of them throwing the ball, though. That's fair. I just fair. Mason Rudolph, like... We've it's no there's nothing better than I'm running the get, ball though when everyone knows you're gonna run. Like that's, that's the sweetest feeling in the world. I know this when you can just be, like, hey, we're gonna run. We're gonna run it right here. This is Come find gonna out. be like a rugby game, but like there's difference between this kind of cold and then like the snow that New England's offense used to operate and score like forty or fifty points in when no one else could even move or their feet. Like the ball. that's what New England did at the highest level. But this, like that's that's different. This is like the ball's like a rock. All right, let's jump coming on the, in and out here. Let's of, jump on the tarmac. Let's de-ice and fly down to Tampa, Florida, Raymond James Stadium. I've been in the jail there. I've been in the jail there. We don't have time. To, we don't have time for the story. It's a true story. Trust I've been me. in the jail. My wife was there too. She wasn't my wife at the time. Once she went to jail, I was like, I got a married beyond. Yeah. What do you think? Philadelphia Eagles? Um, is going to take care of business or is it Baker Mayfield time? Probably. Nigel, lead us here. We got two minutes. Who wins this game? Give me a final score. What happens inside of this game? Because I've liked Tampa Bay the whole weekend. But this weekend's been so wild. Maybe I got it wrong. Super wild. Super wild. Sorry. Give me the give me Baker and the Bucks, man. Uh, A.J. Brown is out. Devontae mm-hmm. Smith is even if he plays, he's hobbled. Um, yeah, so Jalen Hur- and Jalen Hurts is hobbled. He has he has the problem with his with his hand. So I think they're just dealing with a lot of injuries. They have such negative momentum. Jalen Hurts uh, rushed for 100 yards tonight or something crazy like that. For 100 yards. Yeah. Uh, you heard me. Probably not because that red 
that that pewter and red or whatever their colors are in Tampa, man, their defense is good. But the thing is, their defense has been playing the Saints and the Panthers, the Falcons and the Panthers twice a year. So it's almost like, are they good? We're about to find out. They beat the Vikes first game of the year. I remember that. And they held them to like 16 points. I mean, if Baker can just not make bad decisions. Yeah, they could probably win this thing just with their defense alone. Not probably. I think what's happened to the Eagles is like now been exposed. when you lose five out of six, it's not an exposure. It is. But it's like what's happened. You lose all your confidence. You got no, you know, mojo. You got no swagger going in. And you're almost like put wait. up your dukes. Put up your dukes. You're like freaking like I got the cowardly no dukes. lion. Yeah. But like and then you're waiting for something to kind of go wrong because that's the new mentality of the squad. But the playoffs are different. The Eagles can get right here. Go put it on Tampa Bay and become after what happened to Dallas, um, a feared, you know, product in the NFC moving forward. So the Eagles got everything on the line. We got like no time left. Play some music for us when you have a chance. If Danny Bailey if Danny wasn't Bailey, right out there, I'd say we can blow through. I've got to stop talking in ten seconds. For Nigel, who'll be back uh, the next couple of days, and Jeff Gersh. Well, hello. I am Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys. You know we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night, Sheila. I'll never forget today. I invented a sweat. Popping bottles, putting super